You are listening to the Black Real Estate Voices Podcast with host Kevin Jefferson. This is the number one podcast for African-American real estate professionals who are doing extraordinary things. It's time to tune in. And now, your host, the people's lender, Kevin Jefferson. Kevin Jefferson. Kevin Jefferson. Welcome to the Black Real Estate Voice Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Jefferson. This episode, we will be talking to Makita Smith. She will be discussing five ways you can create income with your real estate license besides selling actual properties. Let's listen into the show. So you believe that instead of having seven different type of businesses for your multiple streams, utilize that one stream and have seven different legs. Yes, yes, that's it. That's it. Because I am not so, so like with real estate, it's so much. So you have real estate is a terminology. So it's kind of like an org chart. So if you have real estate at the top, then you have all of these streams pouring off of real estate. So you can have your investment property pouring off of it. You can have your um, real estate transactions pouring off of it, your courses, your master classes. You can have real estate events. So it's so much surrounding real estate that you can have these multiple legs, as you said, to be able to build these multiple streams. And that way it makes sense. It keeps you from not having to be all over the place trying to keep up with all these different streams of income. And then a lot of people like my coach used to say, we looking for streams. We're not looking for trickles. So people have trickles when really you need to close up that trickle so that you can be streaming in some of these other areas. And that's, that's amazing. Um, so do you still get coached? I will always get coached. <laughs> like, I will always get coached because remember, it goes back to that studying to show yourself approved so that when opportunity comes, you don't have to get ready for it. You stay ready for it. And so I will always have a coach. Um, and it would be somebody who is above me or somebody who also uh, keeps me accountable. So even if that person like Makita, well, you're a coach, like you already know to do that. My coach can also keep me accountable to my goals. And a lot of times people have it, you know, incorrect as to what a coach is, that they think a coach is going to come in and do your job as in doing the work when the coach is the person that comes in to lay out the plays to tell you what to do. And then you carry the ball so that you can make the touchdown like it's you. And then if the coach has to show you how to hire on the team so that you can hit your touchdown, then I'm going to coach you into hiring your VA, into hiring your COO um, of your business. A lot of the times, realtors are far behind when it comes to building their business because they're looking at, okay, like, you know, the real estate model of yesterday, when we should be looking at how is it that other people are building their business. Right now, a lot of people don't know in real estate, you can have an OBM. So an OBM, because a lot of us are virtual, is your online business manager in place of your office manager, if you had a physical location, you would have an office manager. But if you have a virtual real estate uh, business, then you can have a online business manager that manages your product. And my company, it's me as a CEO. And then underneath me, I have a COO, I have a CFO to manage my money because that is not my strong suit. I know how to make it, but to manage it, I need to bring her in. I also have a chief technology officer that helps me with courses, that helps me with systems. And then we have a content uh, strategist. We have a social media manager. We got a copywriter. So my business model may not look like 
um, what somebody else should have in their business model. Everybody should look at your company, assess your needs, and then hire accordingly. A lot of people are afraid to hire because they like, nobody's going to do it like me. And that is true. But you don't, you think that Walmart got to where it's at or Target because the owner said, well, nobody's going to, kept saying, nobody's going to do it like me. They had to let it go in order to expand. Can you give us five streams that they could create using their real estate business? So using their real estate business, five streams of income, just off the top of my head, you have your real estate services, right? And so then from your real estate services, let's say for an example, you have real estate services to where you work with a buyer. Now from you working with a buyer, you can have a, you know, a stream of consultation links to where you have paid consultations. Do you know that there was a realtor in Chicago and I never did this. I told her she was crazy, but I was like, well, people pay her, they pay her. She would uh, get a buyer and she would charge them a retainer's fee. So if they wanted to retain her to work with them as the exclusive realtor, she would charge them between $250 and $500. I said, you got people paying you $250 and $500 up front just to say that they going to work with you? And she was like, yes. And I was like, wow. And so that went through her brokerage, of course. But the fact that somebody would pay her, again, you talked about how do you get people to pay you for your actual services when there's other people out there doing it for free? It's all about how you package and you present yourself before an audience. So let's say you take, you have buyer services. Now you get buyer consultations that you get paid for. Let's say you uh, take that and now you create an ebook for first time home buyers. Then you take that ebook and you flip that ebook into a course. Now you get the course that you didn't create for first time home buyers. But let's say, for an example, you take that. All those things that you got under your belt, now you're going to start having buyer virtual summits. So there were you charging $97, you charging $67, and then you invite all of guests. Like you can be a guest because you are a lender, and just like you just gave them information about that bum loan product. Now you come on, you talk to people at this event about this loan product. So now I think I'm on, I don't know if that's a fourth string or a fifth string, but then from that virtual event, you can take it to where now you have an in-person conference, right? So from an in-person conference, I'm going more than five streams. So then now you have your apparel line. So let's say you have, you know, the t-shirt line that's all about real estate as well. Let's say you have the home buying journal as well. You have the home buying, you know, planner. So all of those different things can actually fall into multiple streams of income. I can probably keep going if we roll out, you know, your business model and how that looks like. And then I can find the streams of business easily. And let's say for an example, Kevin, that's just from you having buyer services. So now we got seller services. You just basically repeat the same process. Now, where you will probably um, um, blend some things would be the virtual events. So you can do that for buyers and sellers. But like that T-shirt can speak to a seller now instead of speaking to a buyer. That planner can now be for a, a seller selling their house, then it can be for a buyer. Oh, I didn't even get into how people are scared because I didn't gave this to a bunch of people. I don't think not one has launched it yet, even though they said that they are. A home buying program to where people are paying $10 or $20 a month to be a part of your home buying program. And, pe and people have free Facebook groups. And yes, people will pay you for your paid Facebook group if you show them the value. 
how many people are in your Facebook group? So for my Facebook group, I only have 3,000 people in my Facebook group. Only? I I pride myself. (laughs) I'm going to say this. I pride myself and I give all honor to God because I have 3,000 people in my Facebook group, but my business makes multiple streams of income with 3,000 people in my Facebook group. There are people that have 50,000 women in their Facebook group for real estate, 20-some thousand people, 30-some thousand and they asked me, how are you monetizing your real estate platform? And I only have 3,000 people in my group. And so I'm very strategic. I don't let anybody in my group. If you come into my group, you must answer the questions. If you don't answer, you can't get in. And once you answer those questions, I'm looking to see if you are our ideal client. So you have to be a licensed real estate agent. And if you tell me, no, I just want to learn social media, I still let you in a group anyway. Because I have clients that are not, you know, real estate agents, but for the most part, 3,000 members, that's it. That's a lot. Yeah, right. But I mean, for me to be at 3,000 and then for others to be at 20,000 and 50,000 and be able to have multiple six figure, you know, income, it's amazing. Right. So it sounds like um, you're more quality than quantity. There you go. <laughs> that because we did post it in a group. I was like, we're not looking for quantity over here. We, right. we, we're just not. And you know, again, that's the strategist in me that I'm not just letting anybody into our private space. Gotcha. So this is the most pressing question. Can a guy get into savvy chicks of real estate? If they answer the questions, I would definitely let them in. So like if you um, like you as a loan officer, because we have other loan officers in our group, too. So if you answer the questions, yeah, I will let you in. People ask me, were our guys invited to the conference? If they buy a ticket, of course, they can absolutely have a seat at the conference. And we had guys um, at the conference uh, as well as like this past year, this past year, we had guys at the conference. So anybody that buy a ticket is welcome. Because what we do at Savvy Chicks and Real Estate Conference is the same thing that you just asked me about the membership. We're teaching agents how to make multiple streams of income. So I have people from property management, people that's flipping properties, people that's buying and holding. We had somebody um, this past year, um, Davon Reeves, who uh, bought a friend with her college bestie or whatever, bought a hotel with her college bestie. So now we're, we introduced to realtors that they can actually, as a black person, which less than 2% are hotel owners, can actually buy a, a whole hotel. Like you can have your own Hilton under your belt if you wanted to, so that they are not just dependent upon real estate transactions again. Um, some other things, we had broker owners um, on there as well. We had um, attorneys to tell you how to protect your brand, what type of business contracts you should be using. So a whole host of um, different people to show you how to maximize. This year, next year, I want to get people to talk more about um, this Bitcoin crypto. Now, I, I haven't been pushing away from it all this time, but I think we got to start having a conversation um, about it for those who want it as an actual option. Got you. Got you. Wow. This was a great interview. Um, a lot of great information. How much is it to uh, get your course? So for the membership program, it's $47 for the penthouse. And then it is $97 per month for the pension. I mean, the pension, 
the matching program <laughs> to get my course. The courses range from $47 to $147. So they're okay. all very inexpensive. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you for listening and be sure to follow Kevin on Instagram at the people's lender. We'll see you here next time on black real estate voices with Kevin Jefferson.